the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is hub day. Even more important, I'm in an especially good mood. Not just because it's hump day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because got to get my technology in here. I, one night out of the studio and I don't have my act together. <laughs> one night at home. But can you tell I got to pet back in my step, babies? You can't keep this girl this girl down for long. No, indeed. Uh, I am back. I was a little tad under the weather yesterday, so I had to do the show from home. And I missed you guys so much. It feels like even though I was still getting to talk to y'all through the, through the airwaves, it's not the same as when I'm in the studio here with my man I'm about to introduce. Streaming live on the Answer San Diego Facebook page page and feel free if you're watching there to keep those comments rolling and and uh, share that Facebook live stream you can follow me on all the socials at Andrea K and Andrea K show um Wow, so much to get into tonight. It's going to feel a little schizophrenic with so many different topics. You know, usually I like to go a little bit deeper on stuff, but um, it's 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 just a round robin, just a news explosion. Uh, President Trump has been exonerated on a major story that was used to try to hurt him. You know, the left and their propagandist, the Pravda of the of the media worked overtime in 2020. They did for the entire four years, but it was particularly bad in 2020 with just the constant stream of lies about him. And of course, you know, the the retractions or the exonerations don't tend to help now. We got to talk freedom over Fauciism. That's trending in the news. As well as Teflon Hunter Biden. Man, to be Hunter Biden. To never have to suffer any repercussions for your actions. Boy, wouldn't that be great? I might have to change my name to Hunter Biden. Then I'd be able to get away with anything I wanted to do, right? We got that to get into and more. Deutsche Bank, I mentioned this briefly last night. Deutsche Bank has issued a warning to the United States government about the inflation that's that's ticking upwards and the impending economic disaster that could be coming and so we've got dave elhoff is going to be here i've restored i've revived the news you can use segments and so we're going to get into a little bit more information some takeaways tell you a little bit about what's going on with the economy not get too boring with it not to you know we're not trying to turn you into milton friedman here but give you some information so that you can maybe take it and make some decisions in your life to make things better for you instead of just giving you my opinions all the time i'm trying to maybe help you out and give you some news that you can use 888-344 1170. I posed this question earlier today. Was the the south of the border trip for Kamala Harris was such a disaster, 
such a disaster, which was predictable if you realize that there there was a reason why the woman didn't make it past the first debate, which was here in California. I mean, she didn't even win any one primary. The woman has the charisma of a moldy wet sponge next to your sink, right? Was she be it nice to moldy wet sponges? <laughs> well, this is a question for the listeners out there and for you as well, too, my friend over there, Mr. Radio Joe with the with the voice. Was she was Kamala Harris set up? To fail. I mean, who the disaster from the cookies to misreading the government officials in Guatemala and El Salvador and Mexico to the disastrous interview with Lester Holt to just continuation of it today. This could not have gone worse for her. And I began to really think today whether or not she was set up. Feel free to weigh in on that or any other topics of the day. 888-344-1170. Speaking of that voice that you just heard, let's bring him in officially. It's DJ Potato Skins. I think they might have left DJ DJ off the manifesto, but it'll be back. Winning, winning, winning. Thanks, Mr. President. I know you'll never leave me off the manifesto. Now, mm. I, you know what? I, I, I don't think that she was necessarily set up, but it's really not looking good for her right now. And let's say Joe decides to hang it up tomorrow. She's not in a very good spot. No, she's not. I, I, you know, um, I guess you. this is the kind of thing that you want the president, you know, to hand off because what's going on at the border is so stench filled that, of course, Biden doesn't want his hands associated with it. Right. Nowhere. Um, well, he named her the borders. Are, right. Of and I think what I I don't think she, she was set up. I don't think the Biden administration is trying no, to throw either. her under the bus. I mean, this is just the problem is, is that as the Guatemalan president said, the Biden administration administration wanted this surge at the border. The president of Guatemala didn't go into the motivations behind that, but they wanted this. And I think they thought by now that their media people would be able to cover for them, that the conservatives, the Republican Party and conservative media would, you know, go and chase some other squirrel and the topic would die and then she would be able to avoid it right and she'd be able to then traipse down to Guatemala and be greeted you know as as though she's the queen boss gal or whatever the wokeism is with that stupid cackle of hers that they would they would meet her you know on the plane and fawn over her which is what you know the Democrat party does and um and then she would throw some checks their way, be able to badmouth America that we you know we're we're the evil country and you don't want to go there anyway. And it backfired and it backfired. So I don't think it was a setup. In fact, uh, you know I did pose this question earlier on one of the socials and somebody said she was set up to win and it was still a hundred percent of a fail. And that's because this is and as I said this morning on one of the TV shows that I did, this is not a winning issue for the Democrats. Let me remind everybody, going back to, and this should be a reminder for the Republican Party, too, why they should be beating the drum about this all day, every day, including Daryl Issa. I have not heard a statement or seen Daryl Issa in the media doing this. Let me remind everybody, going back to 2014, when the African-Americans started peeling away from the Democrats and started voting for a Republican, they were one of the reasons why the Republicans were given control of the Senate in 2014, because of the flood, because after six years of Obama, the African-American community was no better off. They were still struggling. And they were having to compete against people who committed breaking and entering to come into this country illegally for jobs. And they were sick and and, and tired of it. And the Republicans had promised that they would seal the border. And so they gave the, you know, the control of the Senate. At that point, the Republicans had the House and the Senate. And then their excuse was, well, we can't seal the border because Obama's in the White House. We got to have the White House. And so always an excuse, always an excuse. But. 
Uh, it, and then it was Democrats as well as independents who supported and were, were chanting build the wall. Right. It, it, and that included African-Americans and President Trump in 20 in, in 2020 had more, more over 50 percent of his votes were women and people of color. And it's because of through sealing the border and his economic policies of low taxation and low regulation, black unemployment and unemployment in general for minorities were at, at uh, all time low and their economic conditions were at the best. So the Democrat Party needs to hide what's happening at the border if they don't want to continue to bleed out the African-American vote. Freedom over Fauciism. So that's what uh, DeSantis was talking about today as he was saying that our state's completely open and we got $10 million in surplus. And I'm glad. You know, he said, because we chose freedom over Fauciism, right? What is Mussolini doing? He's still trying to, he's still trying to, he said at his, at his, at his uh, governor game show host event Friday night, it was such a joke. Well, wait, I can't release the, I can't remove the emergency status. Why not? Well, because the virus hasn't been eradicated. Oh, so we've gone from 14 days to flatten the curve to now we've got to completely eradicate Andrew, the virus. Here, here, here's a question for you. When has a virus ever been eradicated? It's never. It's never been eradicated. What needs to be eradicated is him as a governor. What needs to be eradicated is every one of these mandates. Anything that was possibly related to Fauci needs to be eradicated. And here's what Fauci said today. More emails have emerged. Emails in, in, uh, about the fact that he knew that there were studies that just going back into February at early of 2020, that there were studies done by China as well as other doctors here on the effectiveness and the efficacy of hydroxychloroquine. Um, as well as all the other, you know, emails that we know about in terms of the leaks and the masking, et cetera. Fauci today said in an interview, a lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science, because all the things I've spoken about from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science. Isn't this the kind of thing that you hear in, you know, in communist countries? 100%. Isn't this like straight out of, you know, you're not allowed to question the dictator? No, you follow lockstep every single way that you can possibly think of. Right. He, this man has not followed science any step of the way. I said from the jump, there has never, we have never, how could he have followed the science when we have never had this coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, right? Their excuse for everything that they did was based upon, well, we don't know how bad it is. Well, then you didn't have any science. You had no data. We have never locked, quarantined healthy people in their homes. We have never shut down for a anything. three, for anything. We've never shut down a $3 trillion economy, which means that you had no data. You had no anecdotal evidence for which to support that. You had no data. You had no, in fact, you had the opposite of any data to support masking. You had no data, no science to support six foot distancing. You had no data or anything at all that had to do with you can't sing in a church. There was no data to support any of this. This is insanity. And when they had the data that it was a 99.9 something percent recovery rate and that children don't get it and don't, and, and don't give it, they're still demanding masks on kids. That's cruelty right there. That's abuse. It's abuse. They locked drug people struggling with drug abuse in their homes. They locked children in their homes with abusers. This entire thing. So the mental abuse above anything else, Andre, is something that we will never recover from. Yeah. The psychological abuse. Chris Pratt, 
Do you know who Chris Pratt is? I do. I have a lot of respect for him. He's so cute. I tried to watch that dopey movie of his everybody likes so much. (laughs) Something the galaxy. Whoa, whoa, hang on. That's a great movie. Five minutes into that thing, I had the only thing I liked the '80s music he was playing, and then as soon as these weird characters came, Don't I was out. My Chris Pratt, I was out. I like him. That ain't that ain't my genre. Okay, well he marries this Schwarzenegger girl, right? So I don't know how he ended up seeing them on Instagram because they're not. She wasn't doing a food post, but I see her talking about how she tried to go. She had not been outside the home for a year. Okay, she went into a grocery store. I think it was yesterday. She, well, she was in the parking lot. She hadn't been into a grocery store. Still says she still panics being in crowded spaces. She saw two people come out without masks on their face and she ran back to her car. That's the conditioning that's been duped over the American people. That is a mental disorder. And that's what the masks have done. He killed hundreds of thousands of Americans by denying therapeutics that were known to have worked. He's killed. I don't know how we don't even know how many people he's killed through suicide, through drug abuse. Through and, yet, chi- through, 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 and yet there he sits. And yet there he sits. And nobody has done anything to yank him out of office. And he's going around on media on a media tour. Oh, but now he's talking about these variants, Andrea. Oh, yeah. We, we got to be concerned. Yeah. Here's a little bit, little bit of good news. Um, uh, kind of. Um, Texas in Texas today, it's kind of a I'm kind of confused on this. Governor Abbott signed a bill banning um, vaccine passports and he banned their enforcement. He said Texas is 100 percent open, but no resident shall be discriminated against based on their vaccination status. Um, every single Texan has the freedom to go where they want and when they want without any restrictions. Quote, no, n- <clears throat> no business or government entity can require a person to provide a vaccine passport or any other vaccine information as a condition of receiving any service or entering any place. I want to thank the Texas legislature for getting this bill to my desk. So I'm confused as to why Houston Methodist Hospital suspended 178 employees for refusing to get the shots. Is that, that not is be taken a hard look at because according to what was just passed, can't do that. Well, but but what's interesting here is that the wording here is very clever. Um, receiving a service or entering any place. I mean, you should be able to read that and say that includes a place of employment, you would but, think. He did, but he didn't mention specifically uh, uh, employment. Now, you know that I, I believe in at-will employment. I think that I ought to be able to fire anybody I want and hire anybody I want for any reason because there's no two people who are exactly alike. I could have two people with equal resumes, equal you know extracurricular work coming out of college, and they still one would fit in, in you know, the job a little bit differently right. or better than, than another. Um, but this is – but when we have the EEOC – regulating things like you can't ask a woman in an interview whether or not she's pregnant or whether or not she's got kids. You don't have the right to ask anybody whether or not they've had a vaccination. Andrea, I I know you know the answer to this. How is it any different? It's not any different. Exactly the same. You don't have the right to ask me in an interview whether or not I've had a drug and alcohol problem. What about if you're already employed? Should be the same there. Well, I mean, if you want to have as a condition of employment that you have regular drug screenings, that's 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 different than saying than asking somebody if you've had the vaccination. This is a violation of HIPAA and it should be a violation of EEOC regulations. This should have already been heard by the Supreme Court at this point. I agree. This is this is your medical history, and you've got a right to not have it demanded you have a right of you. To your privacy. You've got a right to your privacy. If you, as an employer, want to offer an incentive 
Fine. You know, do, you know, set up a spin the wheel. Set up, you know, do your own little game show inside your, yeah, you, you know, you like Gavin Newsom. Yeah, you know, set up your own little, you know, spin the wheel, and the employees, you know, hey, you know, you'll get, you know, some Chick Fil A coupons if you get the vaccine or whatever you want to do. Amazon, Amazon. We got a story about Amazon coming up. We also got a story of exoneration of President Trump and more. So stay tuned. We're going to take a little skinny, tiny little break. We got more when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Feel free to email me, by the way. Lots of people are starting to email me at AndreaKShow.com. Love your tips, show ideas, questions. Uh, anything that, uh, you know, I, I got a couple messages last night, people wanting me to restate the name of the movie, the movie event for this Friday, and you can still get tickets to that uh, through gunownersradioshow.com. It's the movie is The Plot Against the President by director Amanda Milius, and it documents the Russian collusion hoax and basically the coup attempt against a sitting president of the United States. The event is... Um, Friday, June 11th at the Legacy Center here in, in San Diego. Um, okay, so uh, the fur is still flying over Hunter Biden. What a way with the racist words that one has, right? He was just so clever in his emails or so he thought. Let me tell you guys something. I have, I have never been around anybody, and I grew up in the Deep South now. I have never been around anybody in my life who ever threw around the N-word like he did in those emails. I mean, it was almost like a verbal tick. He was throwing that word around. You know how some people have a verb, they say, um, a lot, whatever. I mean, it was a constant. That is somebody who uses that word a lot. And what and, has been the reprimand on that? Absolutely nothing. Don Jr. was tra- trending today because he said, can you imagine if, if I or Eric Trump had said this? He said the media would lose their dang minds. You'd be on every network each and every day until you resign. Oh, position. my. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, he wouldn't be, he would not, he would be shunned and not allowed anywhere in American society. I, I mean, who were, don't we, did I even mention last night, did I remind everybody about Paula Dean, who lost her entire career because in a, in a lawsuit she was forced to admit that at one point, the woman's like in her 70s, at one point back in the 80s she said the N-word. It's horrific, she shouldn't have said it, but she lost her entire career, but yet nothing about Hunter Biden. I also haven't seen the John Senna apology Cena. video. Cena apology video. Here was, here's what we do have from an actress. Um, I think I don't know if she was from you the office. You don't want to watch the apology video. Yeah, no. I've already seen it for you. Well, but you know what? If if yeah, we don't want to see that. You know, I don't also don't want to see a statement like this from an actress who is in her forties now, and the woke mob, the cancel culture, is digging around in people's past to the extent, and these leftists. They think that they're going to be spared by it, right? These Democrat voters, but they're not. Here's an example: this actress, Ellie Kemper. Um, I, somebody dug around in her past and found she had gone to a dead ball back in uh, St. Louis, I think it was. And um, after, I guess, trying to let it die, she finally issues a statement. Listen to the extent of the self-hatred that she's got in this. This is the requisite statement now. When they've dug into your underwear drawer and found something objectionable, this is now what, what is expected of you, unless you're Hunter Biden, who's Teflon, apparently. 
I got to change my name into Hunter because he gets away with everything. Apparently, because then you're, you know, you're free to do whatever you want. Right. Here's her statement. Hi, guys. When I was 19 years old, I decided to participate in a debutante ball in my hometown. The century-old organization that hosted the Deb Ball had an unquestionably racist, sexist, and elitist past. I was not aware of this history at the time, but ignorance is no excuse. I was old enough to have educated myself before getting involved. Um, she go, oh shoot, I've, I've, I'm missing the other. Oh, here it is. Um, I unequivocally deplore, unequivocally deplore, denounce, reject white supremacy. And at the same time, I acknowledge that because of my race and my privilege, I am the beneficiary of a system that has dispensed unequal justice and unequal rewards. What that we've now, we are now gone. We've now gone from ISIS Forcing this kind of statement from people with a uh, a sword at their neck to now the communists. This is communist. This is communist uh, ideology here. This is communist verbiage. Unequal rewards. What the heck do rewards have anything to do with going to a debt ball? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. They got a they got a sword to this girl's neck. Oh, but but remember, ISIS is no longer a problem, Andre. It's white supremacy. Right. This is this is outrageous. You got you don't have anything to be ashamed about going to a party when you're 19. What you have to be ashamed about, Ellie Kemper, is this. This. Because you know what happens at the end of these ISIS videos? What happened after they said these statements? Their heads were cut off anyway. Or they were burned in a cage. Because they no longer had any use for the idiot, useful idiot being the communist term. They no longer have any use for you. That's why it's so admirable that those that were in that position, there were, there were a couple of reporters that were in that position that refused to make the statement because they knew their heads were going to be cut off anyway. She goes on to say, there is a very natural temptation when you become the subject of internet criticism to tell yourself that your detractors are getting it all wrong. But at some point last week, I realized that a lot of the forces behind the criticism are forces that I've spent my support, spent my life supporting and agreeing with. So the very people, this is what I'm saying. The very people that you have supported are now in, in, in now in the position and taking advantage of their position to destroy you. This is exactly what that, that KGB guy said in 1984. The very people that they used were lined up against a wall and shot. That's exactly what happened in China. They, Chris Harrison from The Bachelor, he did this apology thing because he, he actually defended this gal who was, who was on the show. She had gone to an Old South party that they used to have at LSU that they don't have anymore. She had attended a party. And he, and he said at the time, well, he didn't think she meant any ill will. He's now been fired from it. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden's using the N word all over the place, and he's fine. He's he, good. And and if he and if you think for a second that if you thought for a second that Black Lives Matter actually cared about Black lives, let their silence that's deafening today about Hunter Biden prove to you that they don't give a crap about any Black lives. And none of this, um, you know, if they were so concerned, if all they cared about, if 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 they're um, they actually believed that this country was systemically racist at its core at the U.S. government. They would not be tolerating a president of the United States with a son saying the N-word all over the place like he did. And again, I'll point out how many last summer, Andrea, how many black businesses, black owned businesses were destroyed that will never recover ever again. Right. She goes on to say, I believe strongly in the values of kindness, integrity and inclusiveness. Girl, you're, you're, this is not inclusiveness. How dumb are you? 
They're basically saying that they don't have, there's no place in this world for anybody who put on a dress at one point and went to a dopey party. By the way, confession, been to a few dead parties myself back in the day. And I'm not apologizing for it. I try to live my life in accordance with these values. If my experience is an indication that organizations and institutions with past that fall short of those beliefs should be held to account, then I have to see this experience in a positive light. I want to apologize. Oh, girl, shut up. You know what? I'm actually going to challenge you, Andrea. I want you all to send it to you after the show. I want you to watch the John Cena apology video because it, this, it's, it's, it's really disgusting and it really shows where we're at in society. Well, I can't. Yeah. Well, this is we this is past this. Well, this is equally worse to me. I want to apologize to the people I've disappointed. And I promise that moving forward, I will listen, continue to educate myself and use my privilege in support of the better society. I think we're capable of becoming girl. Shut up and read some words that were written. In fact, have you read if you have you read any words written on a, by anybody else on a script for you? I didn't even know who this person was. You're so unimportant. That's what, and that, and because you're so unimportant, that's one of the reasons why they're throwing you under the bus and using you. Wake up and wise up. This isn't wokeism. This isn't being woke. This is being incredibly stupid and allowing yourself to be used by forces of not of inclusiveness, not forces of kindness, not forces of thoughtfulness, because there's absolutely nothing thoughtful, kind, or inclusive about communism. It's the reason why under communism, uh, 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 somewhere between 100 and 200 million people have been slaughtered. This is a virtual slaughtering of you. The physical and real slaughtering, the kind that happened under Che, that people love to be wearing their Che shirts, is on its way if we don't stop this kind of nonsense and now. And we have to stand up now. we got to stand up now. Shame on you, girl. You know, you don't need to be ashamed of a dead ball. You need to be ashamed of this. I'm going to take a break. Quick and I'm back. we got to bring in our buddy Dave Elhoff. Deutsche Bank has issued a warning to the United States. Are we going to listen? I don't know. We'll hear what Elhoff has to say. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Moving into some news you can use. I decided to revive this segment because instead of just giving you all my opinions all the time, I might as well give you uh, something you can uh, that will help you in your lives. And I started getting concerned about uh, the economy. I mean, one of the first things that Joe Biden did when he took office was cancel the Keystone Pipeline. And as of today, it is officially canceled, right? So in case you weren't already dealing with enough shock at the pump at almost $5 a gallon, it's likely to even get worse um, in terms of gas prices. We know lumber prices have skyrocketed. We know I noticed the other day in the grocery store the loaf of bread uh, that I typically buy that was about two fifty uh, a year ago is now upwards about five dollars. I mean, you don't have to be Milton Friedman to see that inflation is happening. Pricing prices are going up. Deutsche Bank issued a warning this week to the United States about inflation and about the forthcoming disaster if we don't do something. Uh, to rein it in, that we're looking at what could possibly be 70s type of recession with as well as maybe even possibly interest rate hikes like we saw in the 80s. I am not a financial expert, but I know somebody who is. It's the financial thought doctor himself, Dave Elhoff, who joins me now. Hello, my friend. Hey, AK-47. Good to see you. 
have you on board. All righty. Let's talk a little bit about inflation. Ronald Reagan said that inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. And when you have been struggling with your business being shut down or trying to keep it open under coronavirus or you lost your job and now you're seeing inflation and prices, prices rising everywhere, I think Ronald Reagan was right, wasn't he? Absolutely. In 1980s, there were 15 sectors of the economy that were tabulated in the inflation rate. Then they changed it to eight. Then they changed it to six. And currently now, they have three sectors is on there. And it doesn't include food, taxes, or the cost of fuel or gasoline. So what do you think? You take all those other factors out and you don't include fuel, you don't include taxes, you don't include food. What do you think is going on? Mm -hmm. And let's talk about inflation. What is really inflation, Andrea? Inflation is devaluation of the dollar. It means that in the future you're going to have more dollars to acquire the same products. Okay. That's let's let, let it's deflation of the dollar. So uh, that's an interesting nobody's really putting in that perspective. We think of inflation prices are going up, but you're correct to point out that it's because the value of the dollar is going down. And we can Absolutely. and and Deutsche and Deutsche Bank is is trying to warn America on this and I don't want to get hyperbolic, but you look at Venezuela and it only took 10 years for them to take the most prosperous country in South America and destroy it and turn it slowly into a communist society and and the, their their currency is so worthless now that it just lies all over the streets. Nobody even bothers to pick it up. And we have, and one of the reasons why this is happening here in the United States, isn't it? That um, multiple factors, one of which is we've been printing money. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, here's the situation. The current debt is over 20 trillion in 2025. It's projected. This is the government budget office that is projecting this, that the debt in 2025 is going to be $49.9 trillion. Wow. Now, another thing is this, is back in 1945, coming out of World War II, the debt compared to GDP was 106%. At that time, what do you think the tax rate was? It was 90%. Wow. Over 90%. <sighs> And that's coming down the pike. Yeah. So I have two things I want people to know. Number one, knowing something can be scary. Yeah. But I'll tell you something else. Not knowing something can be disastrous. So the two defining moments I want people to think about is number one is that the money they have today is the most valuable money they will ever have. And number two, the tax bracket they're in today is very likely the lowest tax bracket they're ever going to be in. Okay. Now, with those two things in mind, then what do they do? Here's what they need to do. They need to think about what's going on because the government has set up these plans and financial institutions, they want you to give them your money today, mm-hmm. the most valuable money I have. They want to hold on to it as long as possible. 
And when it's time to give it back to you, they want to dribble it out. But now think about this. Imagine if you went to a bank and the bank says, listen, I'm going to give you a 30-year mortgage, AK, and I'll tell you what. Don't worry about the interest rate. I'm going to tell you later what it's going to be. (laughs) So what people are doing is they're throwing money into 401ks, IRAs, and projecting and throwing it out to the future for a lengthy period of time, and they're going to pay on a tax that's going to be in the future that the government's going to determine that they're going to need. Plus, think about this. You know they want to raise taxes, but they have no intention of ever paying down the debt. It hasn't happened for a long, long no. period of time. No, and in fact, they're they're trying to work out some multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill right now that's just going to lay and, and trying to act to throw everything in as infrastructure from universal and income to... And there's no... It's not infrastructure. Infrastructure is highways, bridges, roads. They're trying to throw childcare in there. So what do people do? Can you give like an idea? Because one of the things I'm concerned about is I remember my parents buying a house in the 80s and the interest rates was like 20-something percent. I mean, if somebody's... Yep. If, 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 if somebody can scraped and and it's tough like from a real estate standpoint you mentioned buying a house it's like we're at the top of the market in san diego but at least interest rates are low do you buy now or do you because you know interest rates may be going up or you go well you know what eventually the market's gonna gonna turn around and the interest rates may go up but the housing prices are going to go down people don't know what to do with their money and i know that you know you really need people to sit down with you and do a consultation but is there any advice that you you can share Here's what I think people need to do is, number one, they need to know what the problem is. They need to look at the current economy. They need to look at what the demographics are. And the demographics are this, is that the government continues to spend. We need to reel back the government. What can people do? They need to evaluate where they are today. Now, it might be scary, but I'll tell you what, AK, time has a way of, of disappearing. Yeah. And when you lose time, you've lost it forever. So they need to evaluate today and start thinking about it, and they need to think a layer deeper about how money is working and what is going on. Because what's in front of us? The future is not what it used to be for us. <laughs> no, it's not. Put it way. It, it's, it's not. It's and, and, and burying our heads in the sand and pretending that, you know, it's going to all be rosy and with time, everything's going to work itself out. I mean, I, it is scary. And the solution is not to bury your head in the sand. The solution is to to be on have an honest assessment done of where we're at as a country, what our financial situation is. And I apologize for putting you on the spot and asking you to give advice because that's not how you roll. Elhoff, you know, takes a customized approach to people. And, you know, it's like everybody's wondering right now, do I buy my house? Do I sell my house? What do I do yep. if I've got credit card debt? You know, you what you help them with that? It, yeah. So um, tell the t- point is this is the cheese. When does the rat determine the cheese in the trap is not free? <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's what's taking place right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's no such thing as free programs. Right. And I sent you an article about Brian Westbury. I encourage everyone out there to look up Brian Westbury. He's not political. He's an economist. He tells it like it is. And we are in, in unprecedented territory right now. Yeah. Nothing that's taken place in the last year and a half has ever happened before. No, I'm going to post. You did send that to me, and I'm going to post that on the socials, on Facebook, and everywhere, so so that people can see that because um, it's great. How can people get a hold of you? Because i you know, Elhoff. You guys need if you don't have a financial advisor and you need guidance right now more than ever. These are uncharted times, and you need somebody who's been around. Even if it's it's uncharted for you as well, but at least you've been around a long enough time to you know understand money and you understand how to evaluate somebody's situation and help them make some tough decisions, um, which we can't do in a ten minute segment. Tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Here's the best thing to do, folks. Is Text me at 619-548-0965, 619-548-0965, and ask for the video that talks about the debt and the GDP. Okay. And I'll send you a very short video that explains it. Because, folks, knowing something can be scary, but not knowing something can be disastrous, and you need to know this. Well, yeah, and we don't teach this kind of stuff. We don't teach with base, basics of economics in our schools anywhere. No. We don't teach any of this. Anywhere. And, and, and they want to keep Americans dumb and, and stupid and not understanding what's going on and tell us, oh, don't worry about the debt and don't worry about, you know, spending. And, and you know, it, it just leads us. You know, knowledge is power. And, you know, and, and think of the sense of, of, the, of comfort that you'll have. It's scary at first. But then when you have that power and you're working with somebody that can help you make good decisions, then you can feel, you can actually have peace about your Absolutely. life. Knowledge is power, but wisdom is putting that knowledge to work. Absolutely. Elhoff, yeah. thank you so much for being here, my friend. And I'm going to uh, uh, thank you for, for my, of course, and everybody, I'm going to um, be sure that I'm going to put the, out that article that Elhoff mentioned on the socials. Thanks for being here. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Trump has been exonerated. Just like I knew he would. He was right on everything. He was. Y'all missing him yet? Even you Biden voters? I know you are. You don't want to admit it. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's show. We had a caller called in and asked us to repeat Dave Elhoff's information. He is financialthoughtdoctor.com if you want to go to his website and check that out there. Text him for the video, though, on the GDP that he was talking about, GDP and debt, 619-548-0965. And interestingly, in, in speaking about debt and government spending, I don't know, man, DJ Potato Skins, are you punking me with this? Is this like a real, is this yeah, real? something that you would think on. Honestly, you would find that on the onion. Right. 
Oh, like no, Babylon B. Administration is this real? Is what did Elhoff say? Something like we're at like forty something trillion dollars in debt, right? Spending out the wazoo. We've got confirmation now, pretty much that the 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 virus that leaked out of a lab, killing millions of people around the world, and we supposedly didn't come from a bat? and yeah, <laughs> and supposedly. Hundreds of thousands of people. Well, we know, even if it didn't come out of there, we now know gain-of-function research was happening at the expense of the taxpayers. And the acting OMB director, Office of Management and Budget Director, won't say whether or not Biden budget will include funding for the Wuhan lab. Should that tell you everything you need to know? It's not that hard. It should be an easy no. Wow. Wow. I, I, I should probably just end the show there. I mean, I can't. I, how do I go on from that? That's it. Shall we give some good news? Rim shot here. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, Trump was right about everything. Um, one of the things it, it, what he was right about was remember last year during the BLM and Antifa riots and ha- about how there was there was some writers that were tear gassed and and then around that same day. Uh, Trump did uh, walked over to a church and held his Bible up, right? That, yes. Oh, and oh, the mainstream media said that Biden, that uh, the Trump and A.G. Barr had used tear tear gas to get peaceful people out of the way, just so he could have a photo op. And in fact, this lie was put out there to the point where we had a general. What was I don't remember his name who actually did a video the next day saying, "Oh, he was ashamed that he was a part of that that that, that Trump had." Had had gassed people to clear to clear them out so he could do a photo op, and every bit of it was a lie. We now know over a year later that, um, of course, an investigation was done because, of course, we have to investigate Trump in every turn to see what we can hang him with. Right? Uh, the U.S. Park Service cleared the park to allow the uh, the. Um, the allegation was that that Trump cleared it. What happened, the truth was, is that the U.S. Uh, Park Service cleared the park to allow a contractor to safely install a fence uh, in response to destruction of property and injury to officers. So... These these were not peaceful protesters that got gassed by Trump. No, they had to be cleared away because they had destroyed property and injured Secret Service and cops the night before. You mean Trump didn't do that so we could get a photo op, Andrea? No, not only Trump, not only did Trump not do it to get a photo op, but listen, they had to be cleared away so that they could erect a fence to stop these barbarians, to stop these animals after they had already destroyed property and hurt officers. Which really begs the question why anybody is still from Christopher Ray and beyond saying that the greatest threat we've got in this country is a bunch of MAGA people when what it is is Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Because that's who that's who was responsible for these people having to be cleared away because of the domestic terrorist in the form of Antifa and BLM. However, in spite of the fact that Trump was exonerated, articles from NPR and beyond uh, making the false allegation against Trump are still appearing on their websites. Let's end on a really good piece of news, shall we? I guess there's a district a mayor, in uh, a, a town. Where's this in Texas? 85% Hispanic town, and they elected a, a Republican mayor. This is in Texas. <laughs> right at the southern border. Right, where they where the Democrats the plan is the play is let's flood it. Right. Andrea, that tr- should speak volumes. This is hilarious. And it's in the Rio Grande Valley. Hashtag winning. Love it. Ending on a good note.
See you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Thank you, El Hoff. Thanks to the listeners. Thank you, Skins. Peace. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.